0: Claudine Hemingway is a descendant of famed writer Ernest Hemingway. We bumped into each other at a party and decided to team up and dive deep into French history, but with a twist, by bringing a spotlight to those lesser-known creatives in France. This is History with a Hemingway. Welcome back to Paris History, Evac Hemingway. We are back, and today we're talking about the Bells of Notre Dame. Now, Notre Dame is going to reopen in December twenty twenty. 4. So we're going to bring new episodes leading up to that. We want you guys to know everything there is to know about Notre Dame to prep you for the grand reopening. And I'll let Claudine take it from here.
1: Yeah, I don't, you know, everybody knows my obsession and how much I love the Louvre. But before I became completely obsessed with the Louvre, I was obsessed with Notre Dame. So I wanted to do um, something special every month. We'll go into more details about some part of Notre Dame and the history of Notre Dame every month, once a month, leading up to the December 8th, 2024 reopening, which they've just announced the plans of that and what's going to be happening on the night before and the day of. And I'm going to be the first one in line. (laughs) Of course you will. I want, I want to be. Uh, so we'll see if that. What time? It depends on if I have to get there. Like two in the morning, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. So one of the stories. This is something that I just absolutely love, and I did an immense amount of research about this one um A few months ago, but since the fire of Notre Dame, the great bells hanging in the tower have remained mostly silent, except for very few monumental occasions. And it was on the day of that fire, April fifteenth, twenty nineteen, as the fire spread through the roof and towards the facade, there was a very tiny window of time before it could have led in the complete destruction of the entire cathedral, and it would have been because of the bells. So the bells hanging in the tall towers, as you're looking at it, there's the two towers in a maze of uh, the wood belfry. So what holds the the bells up is all wood. So they had said that they had a 20 minute window that if the fire got to that, it would basically burn that belfry, forcing these incredibly heavy bells down to the ground, taking the entire facade with it. Holy cow. So lucky for us, the greatest treasure of Paris, the Pompiers, the French firemen, were able to control the fire in time. They even were up in there in the belfry where it started to burn and did everything they could. And they were actually able to put out the flames, as we know, because the facade is still there, thankfully. So we owe more, even more to those beautiful, sexy firemen we see running through the streets every single day. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw them the last two mornings and then I was like, I always, now I'm not even, now I don't even hide the fact that I make a video of them running. So make sure to follow my Instagram um, to see in my stories every week, the running
0: firemen of Paris. And pick up their calendar whenever possible. You know, they do their calendars every year great investment yeah they
1: were selling those in the street and then I kept seeing them but I knew I was going to get in trouble if I stopped and be like oh hello and then so I never bought one and I thought I would just buy them every single time and I could have like a stack of of (laughs) calendars at home I never (laughs) got one I know what I'm getting you this year I know. I'm going to do it next. I'm going to make sure that whenever I see them, I'm alone. Um, so the bells of Notre Dame were first installed in the 12th century and were hung by the Bishop de Sully, who's the one that created and built out of his own money, which we'll tell you about one one of these episodes, during the construction in 1198. 1198 is also just eight years after the construction of my beloved Louvre. So these are things we're all starting at the same time. At the start of the 14th century, eight bells hung in the North Tower, and in the 13th and 14th century, the bells were all located in the North Tower, while the South Tower was still too fragile to hold the two tons of metal. The original bells were named for saints. So there's Marie, uh, Gilbert, Guillaume, Pasquier, Chambellan, Louis, Nicolas, and Luc. Many came from donations from wealthy individuals who may have wanted a little extra nod to get into the pearly gates, and also had the honor of naming their bells. So Jacqueline was wife of Jean de Montreux, and he, Jacqueline dates to 1400 and rang for almost 300 years when in 1681 it was melted um, down because it, it broke. It was recast to twice its size. It was then renamed Emmanuel, the largest bell of Notre Dame, still there over 600 years later. On April 29, 1682, Francois de Arly de Champignon was baptized the bells in the presence of Louis XIV and his wife Marie Therese, um, who were also named the godparents of the bell. Two years later, they had recast and retuned the largest bell and allowed for another name change. So it got it was changed to Emmanuel Louis Therese, was rehung in 1686 following the death of its godmother, Marie Therese, and baptized before Louis XIV. And Madame de Montespan, which, as we know, when we did um, the episode about her, what feels like it was almost four years ago, she was the great mistress that tried to poison him. uh, It's this very same bell that we have there today. During the reconstruction of the cathedral in the mid-19th centuries, the bells were once again removed by the great Ville Le Duc to rebuild the Belfry. Napoleon III commissioned four new bells at the birth of his son, um, using the medal of a Russian cannons he took in the Crimean War. Napoleon III also took a massive fog bell from Sebastopol that he hoisted into the South Tower alongside of Emmanuel in 1857. But seven years later, it was taken down and returned to Sebastopol, and it's there now. And from May 1791 to August 1792, during the revolution, all the bells, except for Emmanuel, were melted down and used for cannons and coins. On August 25th, 1944, during the liberation of Paris, Charles de Gaulle walked towards Notre Dame to cel- and celebrate the TDM Mass, and Emmanuel once again rang out. In 2013, the celebration of the 850th anniversary, all the bells except for Emmanuel were recast for the beloved cathedral with various specific instructions that the bells must be built um, using the original 12th century technique, not as many founders Um, remain that were up to the task so they some were made in the Netherlands there was a foundry up there that poured the larger bells Um, and then the other one was at a foundry in Normandy did the eight bells that are in the north tower so just 11 years ago just A few weeks ago, on January 31st, 2013, the Bells drove into Paris and down the Champs-Élysées. It was this huge, big event. They were presented in Notre Dame in front of the dignitaries of the church and the state, and they were baptized on February 2nd, 2013, for the rest of the month. They lined the center of the cathedral, and I'll put some pictures on my website so you can see that. I really, really wish I would have been here to see that. Um, and then the bells were hung and uh, rang out for the first time on March 23rd, 2013.
0: 2013. I. That's interesting. That's when I was... Not
1: very long ago. Yeah. So following the fire, the bells remained silent in fear that the vibration could cause more damage. When it was safe enough to sound, um, the sound of Emmanuel could be heard over a kilometer away at the pa- on the fa- at the funeral the day of the funeral of the former president Jacques Chirac um his funeral was on September 29th 1919 2019 sorry his funeral was done at Saint-Sulpice because as we know Notre Dame is closed i was here in Paris actually when he died i was here and he was staying he was he lived a street over from the Airbnb i was staying at and i was trying to get home that day i had been at the orsay trying to get back to the apartment and I couldn't figure out why I couldn't get back there because everything was closed by police. And then when I finally did and looked on the news, I'm like, oh, the former president lived a street over. (laughs) That's wild. So the sound of emmanuel that's the first time since the fire, it rang out. And then this last year on Easter for more than five minutes, and I went down there and I will put the video because I went to it and sat in those bleachers in front of Notre Dame, recorded the entire thing. But it may, both Emmanuel and Marie rang out um, for over five minutes on East the morning of Easter Sunday. And it was I started crying. It was so amazing.
0: because I mean, they were finally back it, again. Yeah. And it's such a beautiful thing to actually witness in person. It is. It's pretty cool. So, the eight um,
1: 2012 um, bells, so 2000, and they were finished in 2013, were named to remember important people that touched the 850 year life of Notre Dame. They fill up the eight bells in the North Tower, range inside from 1,700 to 4,200 pounds. They're named Gabriel, who is the name for the Archangel of the Annunciation. It's the largest bell in the North Tower. There's jean Genevieve that's named for Saint Anne, who's the mother of Mary and the subject of the right portal of the facade. And my gal, saint jean the patron saint of Paris. There's also Denis, Denis, or Dennis, the first bishop of Paris, also the patron saint of Paris. It's known for picking up his head after it was severed and walking through your streets of Montmartre. There's Marcel who was the ninth bishop of Paris. And in the fifth century, he was a friend of saint jean When her relics were paraded through Paris, the shrine of Marcel has to make the voyage up the hill to Saint Etienne du Mont to bring her back. Um, there's also Etienne, of course, um, that was the first, the name of the very first church that was on the Ile de la Cité. Um, and so they were, that name was given to a bell. There's Benedict Joseph, who's in remembrance of Benedict the 16th the pope at the time they had her 50th anniversary in 2013 and then Maurice who was a true father of Notre Dame the bishop Maurice de Sully who personally paid for the building and then Jean-Marie the 139th bishop of Paris Jean-Marie Lustiguet, served from 1981 to 2005 the south bell south tower holds the two largest bells again Emmanuel and Marie was inaugurated in place in 2013 um and then the 15th century bell of the revolution that is Emmanuel and it is pretty amazing. I have not heard them. They have not rung since uh Easter of last year 2023. Um, and, uh, so they should, I'm sure they will ring again this year for Easter and it'll be the last year that of eat that we could celebrate Easter without going back into the church, which is pretty cool because I never would have thought it felt five years felt so long. And everybody scoffed when the president said, we'll reopen it in five years, but
0: they're going to do it. I mean, it is quite tremendous what they're doing, especially since they're doing it in the same way it was built before as close to it as they can
1: it is and it's so cool i mean right now um it changes weekly like just the other day they took down the scaffolding that's around the rooster that was placed back on the spire the week of christmas so it i need to go down there every week because it's everything that's going to happen now over the next 10 months now is going to happen very quickly
0: yeah it's really exciting
1: yeah, it's I can't wait. I mean, I'm I can't wait to be back inside. The um the the um scaffolding that's around it because it's not going to be open in time for the Olympics, but they're gonna have most of the scaffolding removed on the outside so you could see the church. The roof, um, the roof itself is finished. Now they're at the point where they could start laying the sheets of lead on top of it. So it's just it's really exciting to see it and so we're going to bring you a special episode every month about the history and also where they are at right now in the process
0: well guys make sure you tune in and head on over to claudinehemingway.com to learn more and we hope to hear you guys join us next week Thanks for listening today, guys. If you're interested in learning more about Claudine, her tours, history, and the beautiful photographs that she posts all over Instagram, tune into her website, claudinehemingway.com.